You're listening to The Works Podcast, brought to you by RoofWorks. We've got another full studio here. I'm Jason Kong, very excited to talk about specialty roof systems. And to have a thoughtful conversation on this, we've got some faces that or I have to say faces, this is a podcast, but some voices that you've <laughs> heard before in, in a, some past episodes. We've got, of course, this wouldn't be the works without Holly Bowers here with us. We've got Wes Wissinger back with us, senior estimator, and also John Strickland back with us, specialty roofing manager. Strickland, I'm going to start with you. What roof systems fall under this category of specialty? They would be more like your old world roofings systems uh slate tile metal being painted steel copper cedar shake basically anything outside of the the shingle market and what are the the most common types of metal roofs that we see i would say the screw down metal is probably the most common on the market that's a metal system you drive by it all the time you don't really know what you're looking at but that system relies on screws going through the top of the metal and there are rubber grommets on the underside of those screws. The next level would be like your uh, snap lock systems. The advantage to those are that they involve using uh, concealed fasteners, so you don't have to worry about the screws breaking down over a period of time. And then the, uh, the highest end is what you call uh, a double lock or mechanical lock standing seam system which also has the uh, concealed fasteners. Wes, is, is there a difference in popularity when it comes to, to metal roofs, whether it's commercial or residential, or is it all pretty much the same in, in both categories? As far as popularity, um, I would have to say residential applications, a lot of people are being sold the screw-down system, um, primarily just because they're not being informed well enough. Uh Residential, um, we try to go with the concealed fastener roof as much as possible. Um, the the double lock <clears throat> mechanical system that's on residential homes is primarily going to be from copper, so it's quite expensive. We mentioned uh, tile roof systems. What types of tile roofs are there for us to choose from? Um, you have your traditional clay tile um, there's also concrete tile and then of course there are some synthetic tiles made from different polymers and plastics um, personally the clay tile is what I I tend to like best but you know Strickland uh, in our, our previous episode about uh, sheet metal you, you kind of broke down in some areas, you know, in your opinion, the, the good, better, and best. Is there, uh, in your opinion, a good, better, and best when it comes to options for tile? Like Wes said, the clay tile company out of Ohio that's been around for many, many years called Ludowisi. They're basically the, the top of the line. Again, they're a terracotta tile. What about slate roofs? Are, are those still installed today? Oh, certainly. Certainly. But again, that's, uh, you got to know that's what you want because it's expensive. Now, on the flip side of that, you know, if it's properly installed with proper flashings, you should get well over 100 years out of it. 100 years? Man, that's, uh, that's substantial. Well, let's talk about cedar shake and cedar shingle roofs. Are, are these different? Are these, are these the same? What do we need to know about these two categories? As a homeowner, you need to know 
as much as possible. There are some systems that folks have installed that think it's going to be a 40, 50-year system, and they're kind of deteriorating within 20 years. So your cedar shake is basically hand split, and it's usually thicker and a little rougher-looking texture where the cedar uh, cedar shingles are cut by a saw, so they're more uniform. Um, but you all you, you need to educate yourself on the products that are going to be installed because there's a lot of untreated cedar being installed, which of course deteriorates faster than treated. So it's just you want to work with somebody who's going to educate you as most as much as possible so you can make the best decision. That goes a long way, having that education component and understanding, helping you be informed when you're making a, a decision when it comes to re really anything. Let's talk about the lift and lay restoration process for a, an old slate or a, a tile roof. Can you go into some detail on that? Uh, yeah, uh, typically slate roofs, tile roofs, when they're pushing 80 to 100 years old, you'll want to restore the roof decking and replace all the flashing. So what we do is we come out and evaluate those systems and we can take all the tape, all the tile and slate off and save it and rework the roof decking, put on all new flashings and then reinstall that same tile or slate so you can get additional 100 years out of it. And it's a little less expensive than just replacing it again with new slate or tile. So that's why some of these systems can last, as John said, 100 years easily. But there's, you know, slate roofs worldwide that are three, four, 500 years old. Speaking of that longevity, I want to get into the conversation on cleaning. Is there a particular way or what should we know about cleaning when it comes to slate, tile, and, and cedar roofs? Avoid anybody that has a pressure washer, number one. The second thing is there, there are a few chemicals that you can apply to those systems and kind of rinse them off with a hose that work fairly well. Again, you just want to avoid pressure washers because that can damage it. And if somebody's up there not knowing what they're doing, they're shooting water under it instead of down it and it can create more problems than you would hope for. Is that common for it is. <laughs> people to try and pressure wash their roof? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fairly common. There's also uh, other things you can add to the roof, um, zinc strips, copper strips at the ridge. So as the, the rainwater hits it, that oxide runs down the roof and will prevent algae from growing. You know, I think that's that's important to know because this was certainly something that's on your radar, and I'm sure if someone listening to this, maybe they've got a family member or someone uh, who, for whatever reason, decided to have someone on their roof and pressure wash it, what what steps should they take to help remedy that? If Because it, it sounds like it could be highly problematic. Just call RoofWorks. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Call RoofWorks. We'll, we'll help you out. <laughs> they'll come check it out and, and make sure that everything's okay. Uh, let's talk about why why we would use a local company for, for specialty. What are the advantages there? As they said, these are very high-end products, and not everybody knows what they're doing with these high-end products. So there's – 
Yeah, there's a lot of education that goes into this, a lot of skill set and um, wisdom that they really, you really need to get yourself educated before you commit. Because one, they're three to four times more expensive than your basic shingle. And two, there's just so many factors that go into play. You need to know, like we talked about the exposed fasteners on metal roof systems. If you're not educated on that, it might be a little bit cheaper on the front end, but on the back end, the repair and maintenance package that's going to have to come with that is going to be tremendous. So you might actually save more spending a little bit more on the front end versus having to pay for it on the back end. Cedar shakes. We're in a climate where there's tons of humidity. North Carolina is not the ideal place to have cedar shakes, but it, you can do it, but you just want to make sure that you go with a heavier shake and you're educated on, like Wes talked about, whether it's treated or not, because those shakes are like decks. If you don't seal them, they're going to crack and they're going to break and they're going to cause issues. So the maintenance on that in the long run is tremendous. And these are the things going with slate. There's Chinese slate. There's uh, Vermont slate. There's all sorts of different types of slate. But the the product that you choose is going to depend on whether it lasts 100 years, 200 years, 300 years, 400 years. And the underlayment system is what keeps the house waterproofed. So if you have an existing slate system and somebody is saying, okay, take it off and put shingles on, call us first. Let us come out there and take a look at it because you actually have probably one of the best products on that you could possibly have. And all it takes is doing a relay and reinstalling that underlayment system and doing all the flashing work. And then we can actually reinstall that tile. But people are going to kind of steer you one way, maybe just because they're not quite educated enough to teach you about these products. And I think with us having the team that we have here, these guys have done this for a very, very, very long time. Give us a chance. Let us come out, evaluate your roof systems, and let us just make sure that you're fully educated before you sign off on any contract with anyone. Yeah, I really want to hammer that point home because, you know, we're dealing with some of these amazing specialty roofs. And the first point being, uh, I'm sure it's it's probably a challenge to find someone qualified to work on these types of roofs. And uh, as to your point number two, making sure that you're calling the right person who's going to help maintain uh, it's a big investment. So make sure that you're not putting that investment in jeopardy. That's right. And we also, we have a huge service and maintenance department. So um, you could possibly just need some repair work done instead of having to do a full replacement. But like I said, get get RoofWorks out there. We're going to be honest with you and tell you the truth. We're not going to sell you a brand new slate roof system if you don't need it. I promise you that's not who we are. We're not in here just to make money off everyone. We're here to make sure that your roof system lasts regardless of what you have installed. Uh, one more thing, Holly, before we head out, historic districts. Are there special special procedures that we need to know about if we own a home in a, in a historic district? I'll, kind of, I'll let those guys talk about this. Potentially, yes. Normally, if you have a slate roof and it's been, like I would, I would use Oakwood or uh, Mordecai or uh, Boylan Heights. You know, those are old, old Raleigh neighborhoods. You normally do have to go through the historical society it depends upon what it is that you want to do but it's been my experience that you do at least have to uh, find out if you have to deal deal with that or not yeah you don't want to end up in a situation where uh, you're doing some work that maybe has to be undone you don't exactly, exactly. don't want to find yourself in that situation 
Well, I want to remind everyone that if you would like to learn more, you can always go online to RoofWorks.com, W-E-R-K-S, RoofWorks.com, and you can always check out more episodes of The Works Podcast. On behalf of Wes Wissinger, John Strickland, Holly Bowers, I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Works Podcast.